Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. So for this episode, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet, and we're going to jump right in and talk about Yule. So the will of the year is a symbol of the eight Sabbaths, and the Sabbaths are religious festivals of neo-paganism and Wicca movement. These are based around the seasons, and a lot of the celebrations were honoring the seasonal changes. So Yule actually starts around or on the winter solstice. The winter solstice, it fluctuates, but on average, it usually begins um, around December 21st. It can be a few days before or a few days after. And Yule was the celebration of the winter solstice. The winter solstice Sabbath was to honor the return of light after the longest night of the year. So Yule would typically begin on the longest night of the year, which is the winter solstice. And after that, we continue to gradually get more and more light within our day. Traditionally, Yule lasts about 12 days uh, around December 21st is when it starts, and it usually lasts until about January 1st. This is a celebration of rebirth and new beginnings. It's a great time for introspection and a celebration of endurance and the powers of hope. In ancient pagan times, the winter solstice was the time when people believed that the new sun god was being born. In Celtic tradition, trees were considered sacred because they were the homes of deities and spirits. And a Yule tree was decorated outdoors in honor of the birth of the sun god and gifts were offered. Evergreens were selected specifically because they symbolized the power of life to survive the seasons of the year. Because back then, you know, not everyone would survive the cold winter. I like to think of the winter solstice as the sun's birthday and everyone loves to celebrate their birthday, so we should definitely celebrate the sun's birthday. Usually accompanying a decorated tree was the bonfire, which included a yule log. The fire would symbolize rebirth of light in the land and new beginnings. People who gathered around the log would sing songs and throw a piece of holly symbolizing challenges of the past year and a piece of the Yule log was always saved to start the next year's fire. Another tradition was the triumph of the Oak King over his brother, the Holly King. And these two entities represented the seasons from Yule to Midsummer, 
the oak king reigned over the earth as the great as the days grew longer but from midsummer to yule the holly king gained in power as the days grow shorter and there was less light sometimes um saturnalia is paired with yule but it i mean it's around the same time but it's a completely different kind of festival that was um, done by the Romans, and they definitely knew how to throw a party. It was a general festival of just drinking and goofing off and just having a really fun, fun time. They would feast, and they would give each other gifts and presents, and it was usually to honor an agricultural god. The ancient Egyptians had their own celebrations, and their celebrations around this time were to honor the rebirth of the sun god Ra. So as you can see, um, there have been Christmas celebrations and winter celebrations throughout many different cultures and religions, and Christianity, as we celebrate it as Christmas, um, it did adopt a lot of these things from pagan cultures and from other areas and if you kind of do a little bit more research on the development of Christmas you'll find out that in order to convert some of these other areas and other cultures and other religions Christians adopted certain festivals and certain practices and certain holidays in the hopes of being able to convert pagans easier. And this is not to bash Christianity. Um, this is just to say that if someone celebrates Yule, I respect that and I honor that and that is, that is their choice. If someone celebrates Christmas, if they celebrate Hanukkah, whatever they feel called to whatever resonates with them whatever works for them and speaks to them I honor that and I respect that and I think that when you see how similar some of these holidays and some of these festivals and religions are if you just take a step back and allow yourself to see that they can celebrate what they want to celebrate without it affecting what you celebrate, then you can still be respectful and honor that and hold that space for them. It also makes it easier if you're still in the broom closet, so to speak. So if you don't really like to celebrate what your family celebrates, maybe you're in a Christian family and you're, you're not feeling called to celebrate Christmas in the traditional way, well, you can change that and you can find what sounds right for you, what resonates with you, and you can practice that in a way that is still similar to their own practices where they're not going to question it if you're not ready to announce that or come out of that broom closet. All right, so now I want to talk about some of the different correspondences with Yule and with Christmas celebrations. For animals, um, we have bears, deers, owls, wolves, penguins, doves, reindeers, 
and squirrels. Colors are typically red, green, white, gold, silver, blue, and purple. Crystals are um, citrine, ruby, garnet, diamond, emerald, bloodstone, and clear quartz. Herbs are cinnamon, ginger, bay laurel, chamomile, juniper, rosemary, sage, and wintergreen. Flowers, we have poinsettias, mistletoe, pine, and holly. Food, apple cider, eggnog, turkey, stuffing, gingerbread, dried fruits, chocolate, meat, nuts, pears, fruitcake, and mulled wine. Um, some good incense would be cinnamon, clove, mint, pine, and myrrh. And for trees, we have apple, birch, cedar, chestnut, citrus, fir, holly, juniper, oak, pine, and yew. Some common Yule activities would be you could relax by a fireplace or build a bonfire. You could um, decorate a tree. You can decorate a tree outside like they would do traditionally, or you can decorate a tree inside. Um, a lot of times in some of the older days, they would string up different kinds of berries and popcorn and things of that nature, and they would put those around the tree. You can decorate a Yule log. This is something that I would love to begin incorporating into my own personal yearly traditions. Um, I don't know exactly why, but I just have always felt called to decorating a Yule log and letting it burn maybe um, on Christmas Eve. So that might be something that I do this year. And of course, you can always exchange presents. Mistletoe is actually um, a, a female element and it holds importance as it was used by Druid priests in special ceremonies during the winter solstice. Druids would harvest mistletoe from sacred oak trees and maidens would gather underneath the trees to catch the falling branches, preventing them from falling to the ground. The branches were then divided and hung over doorways for protection against thunder, lightning, and other evils. Mistletoe was also worn as an amulet for fertility or hung above the headboard. Holly was a symbol of hope and it was a masculine element. It was often used to decorate doors and windows, fireplaces, and because of its prickliness, it was thought to capture or ward off evil spirits before they could enter anyone's home or cause harm. The Yule Log actually has a lot of controversy about where it originated, um, but there are some that believe ancient Scandinavians would burn a huge log that fell from an ash tree to honor the god Thor. In Celtic tradition, you would keep the Yule Log burning and this would keep spirits from entering the home. It was also believed that the longer the Yule log burned, the faster the sun would come to warm the earth again. Some other common Yule traditions and symbols were candles. Um, candles were used and they symbolized light and warmth of the sun. They were used to chase away evil spirits and lure back the returning sun or the sun god. 
Wreaths were traditionally used in ancient times, and they symbolized the will of the year and the completion of another cycle. They were made of evergreens and cones and berries, and they hung as decorations throughout homes. And gingerbread was considered to be a specialty bread during this time because ginger had not always been available until the Crusaders actually brought it back in the 11th century. There were very strict laws regarding specialty breads in that time. So gingerbread was only allowed to be produced during the holidays and thus it became associated with winter and Yule. So some spell work that would be good during the winter solstice or during your winter solstice celebrations, um, you could light your Yule log and burn a list of things that you want to let go of or that you want to release. You could write down your anger, put in a jar and fill with water and then freeze it. You can bless your home, heal emotional wounds, work on finding inner peace and harmony embrace your inner light and explore the meaning of balance in your life the full moon um, was yesterday it was in the sign gemini and it is the final full moon of the year so this full moon energy um, will linger for you know a few more days um, so now would also be a good time to do some of these traditional celebrations and some spell work if um, that's what you know you're being called to do. Yule and the end of the year, the winter solstice, it really is about reflection and reflecting on how far you've come and now that we have made it through the darkness and through the dark times, we are about to open our eyes into the light and things are going to become more clear for us. So this time of year is a great time to let go and to release and to look to the bright side and welcome in new, vibrant, warming energy. I know some people have a hard time celebrating Christmas and getting into the Christmas spirit after they, you know, adopt new beliefs and new principles and they let go of Christianity or they let go of old paradigms and they shift into their, their new self. And I just, you know, I know what it's like to be there. Um, and I just, I want to let you know that you don't have to do anything or celebrate in any way that doesn't resonate with you. There are many different traditions that you can refer to and adopt and change and make them work for you. Just because something has always been done a certain way in our family or in our life doesn't mean we have to upkeep it. At any time, you can let it go. And at any time, you can change and make new traditions. So I, that's what I um, encourage you to do this season. That's what I've been doing since I have gone through my spiritual awakening. I have been creating new traditions for myself and for my family. And I 
love celebrating the holidays now. Some of my traditions are the same and some of them have changed and some of them are completely different. And I think that's a beautiful thing because now they're not being forced upon me. They're not someone else's traditions. They're not someone else's celebrations or someone else's beliefs. They're mine. And there's something that I can choose and something I can develop with my own truth and with my own beliefs. I hope that you all have a wonderful holiday season, however you choose to celebrate. And I'm sending you all so much love and light. And if you need support, if you need some healing energy, some balancing, a reading, I am available for appointments. And I can't wait to hear from you all throughout the next year. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love.